And just want to take a second and thank Policy Genius. They're supporting today's episode of Success Story. I know we all have kids. We all have families we want to take care of. And I personally check something off major on my to-do list, life insurance. It's a tough topic. It's really hard to think about, but it's so important. And the hard part was sorting through all the options. Luckily, I found Policy Genius. Policy Genius is an online insurance marketplace that makes getting life insurance surprisingly easy. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, knowing my family's protected brings me incredible peace of mind. Don't put off this important decision. Check life insurance off your to-do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Eufy is sponsoring today's video. They reached out to me. I tested out their video lock. It is a game changer. I'm going to paint a picture for you for why I'm so excited to work with them. So you're getting home. Your arms are loaded with groceries or packages or boxes or everything. And your keys are in your pocket. This drives me nuts. This happens all the time. I upgraded to the Eufy video lock. Fingerprint tap i'm inside and honestly i also feel way safer it's got this awesome built-in camera so whether it's a package delivery or late night uber order i see exactly who's there right from my phone there are no more mystery knocks and the best part this thing was such a breeze to set up there's no wires there's no drilling uh there's also no monthly subscription fees so if you are done fumbling with your keys because i definitely am search for eufy video lock or head over to eufyofficial.com video lock your front door, your sanity. Welcome to Lessons Episodes of Success Story, part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. These Lessons Episodes will be shorter conversations with past guests, valued members of the Success Story community, and myself. They'll be focused on teaching you actionable, insightful takeaways that you can use to upskill your personal and professional life. What do you think differentiated you when it came to building the business, building a personal brand, marketing yourself? Because all this, and then, I mean, you're on TV too. You've done some very strategic things that anybody else coming out of the agency, anybody else coming out of the uh, military, FBI, even police force, they have a story to tell. Yeah, you know, it's a little bit sexy, but I mean, FBI is sexy. You're up high enough in the military, you do some cool shit, that's sexy too. You can build a brand around that. What sure, made yeah. you different? Yeah, I mean, I think, and some people have, and they've done they've done it very well. Uh, yeah. You know what, I kind of I kind of blundered into, if we just took at the media appearances, if you just talk about doing talking head uh, appearances for, for the news on, on national security issues or counterterrorism or whatever the, the topic may be. Um, I kind of blundered into it. It was, uh, uh, I had moved from London to the East Coast uh, to set up an office. We had just taken our first investors and they, uh, BGR, which is a fantastic uh, lobbying uh, firm in uh, Washington, D.C. And so part of the agreement for the investment was open an office there with them, co-locate. And at the time, uh, we were starting to, to build up uh, a presence in Iraq, and this was early, early 2003, so very beginning of our first incursion there. But we were, had been dealing some, with some of the infrastructure companies. And so the point of this story is, uh, one day, uh, Ed Rogers, great guy, uh, terrific uh, individual, uh, part of BGR and the original founding partners, 
he came walking to my office, knocked on the door and said, hey, uh, Fox News um, needs somebody to talk about uh, Iraq. Uh, you know, head over there. It'll be fun. Uh, you got to be <laughs> so I made some calls. They said, sure, you know, don't talk about anything stupid, but you can you can you can do it. And the agency's always been good with me that way. Um, yeah. But so I went over, uh, did the appearance and, and found out after the first couple that, you know, uh, honestly, as long as you don't say anything stupid, you don't fall off your chair. Right. Um, you know, the news networks need to fill up a lot of time. Yep. And I just happened to have a lot of, you know, uh, experience and background in certain areas and, and uh, was willing to go on and talk about that. And so some of the outlets, including Fox, they were very good. You know, they were very good to me. And, and they were. And then I discovered that I wasn't getting paid for any of it. But what they would do is they would put the company name <laughs> on the bottom, like, you know, with with yeah. uh, the company. And I. And once I realized that, then we were off to the races. Because like I said earlier, I, there was no way we could have, as a startup, afforded uh, that sort of marketing. It just wasn't yeah. going to happen. And so, you know, I, I was, I realized that, you know, that was an edge, right? We had yeah. an opportunity there. Um, and then everything else just sort of uh, kind of fell into place, I suppose. Um, yeah. No, I was going to say, it's, it's amazing how, you know, to, to have a good story, you just have to have a a cool career do something incredible and then speak about it but you'd be surprised at how many people just don't feel comfortable leaning into that and then you did now it's yeah i mean i think the agency again because of what i was doing in operations and and you know you do have a sometimes an overblown sense of of confidence um <laughs> and you know so i think that that part of it never uh and i and i genuinely like talking about issues of the day. I, I, yeah. I, you know, I spent a great deal of time focused on that. I have a, a lot of friends in a lot of different places and we, we, we end up, you know, banging on about, you know, the, the current crises. Um, there's never, so, there's never a shortage of them. So there's never a shortage. And so it helps if you find it all interesting, right? You can't, yeah. you can't fake that part of it. It's like, uh, but I, I, you know, again, I think, you know, luck kind of fell into it again. Um, and, then, you know, once I realized that it was certainly uh, beneficial, you know, it wasn't like I was going to turn down opportunities. Yeah, no, no, obviously. Um, another one of the rules that you mentioned, which I thought was interesting, it just in terms of velocity and getting shit done, it's it's number four. It's get off the X. Yeah. What does that what does that mean exactly? Where does that come from in an agency context? And then how does that translate into business startup entrepreneurship? Well, in an operational sense, um, you know, not just the agency, but the military and other organizations, the the X means that it is essentially an ambush site. So, it, I mean, A, you don't want to be on the ambush site to begin yeah, with. Fair. So okay. The idea is you spend a lot of time training um, to recognize indicators of a potential ambush. Right? And, uh, you know, but if you do get on the X, if you're unfortunate and for whatever reason you land on that spot, then you have to be able to get off the X. You have to get out of there, right? And 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 in operational terms, that's a tough thing because everything starts locking up, right? And you're you know yeah. you start you know getting blinders and you know your hearing goes and you know in, in any any difficult situation, right? You have to start relying on big muscle memory, and yeah. so that's again why training is so important. Why you know it's not enough just to do. You know some training you have to constantly uh review it but anyway the point is in business what it means is i i think anyway in my opinion this is what again you know there's no hard and fast i suppose to any of this but 
from my perspective, it simply means knowing how to make decisions quickly with imperfect information, right? Because once you land in the in the shit from an operational perspective, right? You you just got you got to take action, right? You don't have time to sit around and hope that you get all the data, you know, where you know, where are all the hostile elements? What the hell is happening? You you have to start making decisions, right? And it's the same in, in business, right? You, if you wait for all the data sets to come in, if you wait for all the analysis to be done on whatever it may be, uh, something bad's going to happen, right? Or the competition's going to have your lunch, or you're going to lose the opportunity, or your reputation's going to be damaged, whatever it might be. Uh, so it really comes down to how do you, uh, you know, learn to, and also a lot of this is about how do you impart that ability to your, your, your personnel, to all the folks that are working with you, to make these decisions, uh, again, with imperfect information. And so when you're making these decisions with imperfect information, as, as a CEO, is that just is that just being a leader for a period of time, or is there is there actual practice that you can do to make sure that when shit hits a fan, you don't screw it up? <laughs> yeah, there's. Um, I mean, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot to this. It's a, it's a fairly. I mean, part of it is not that complicated. Part of it is, um, you know, knowing your risk appetite, which is another. Yeah. You know, element of, I, I was of actually curious about that one too, only because yeah. I thought that business inherently comes with risk. So how do you not have a risk appetite if you're building something? Well, you'd be surprised. And then even, I mean, going back to, you know, the Intel community, look, Intel organizations, which, you know, by definition are risk-taking operations, they go through periods of time where yeah. they become risk averse, right? It's because, you know, they've had blowback from, you know, some operation or they've gotten their ass kicked up on Capitol Hill too many times. Yeah. And so, you know, suddenly you've got a, a cycle where, you know, management is avoiding risks. And I've seen a couple of those cycles sweep through the agency over the years. And that's a, it's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but, and so and you have to understand what and, and when you're understanding what your risk appetite is, it also means you have to understand what your shareholders or your investors or your board of advisors risk appetite is. You have to understand what the client's risk appetite is for sure. When you're talking about, you know, working for them and providing, you know, strategic intelligence or guidance or due diligence or whatever it may be. And, you know, that's a, that's a, a key part of it. And that informs a lot of other decisions that you make, including how do you uh, you know, again, make decisions with imperfect information. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.